Welcome to ABC Story Sisters. A storytime podcast for kids and kids at heart. I'm your host, Alexa, here with my sisters, Bristol and Charlotte. Say hi, girls. Hi. Each week, we'll bring you a new chapter from a classic children's book. This season, we're reading one of our favorite stories, The Wizard of Oz. And today, we're in chapter two. Charlotte, do you remember what happened last episode? There was a tornado! That's right, there was a tornado. Or like we learned last week, a cyclone. It was so powerful, it picked up Dorothy's house with Dorothy inside and carried her away. Now, it's time to see where the storm has taken her. Are you ready, girls? Yes! Chapter 2, The Council of the Munchkins. She was awakened by shock. So sudden and severe, if Dorothy hadn't been lying on her soft bed, she might have been hurt. As it was, the jolt made her catch her breath and wonder what had happened. Toto put his cold little nose on her face and whined dismally. Time out. Dismally is a new word. You're right. Can you guess what it means, Charlotte? It means... You have to go to sleep early if your mom says so. (laughs) Good try, but not quite. Let's use context clues to try to figure it out. Okay. Context clues are kind of like solving a mystery while reading. If you don't know what a word means, you can look for clues in the sentence to try to make a good guess. If Toto is whining, Charlotte, how do you think he's feeling? Sad. That's a great guess. Yes. The dictionary definition is in a gloomy manner. So your guess was right. Yes. Now, let's get back to the story. Dorothy sat up and noticed that the house was not moving, nor was it dark, for the bright sunshine came into the window, flooding the little room. She sprang from her bed with Toto at her heels, and she ran and opened the door. The little girl gave a cry of amazement and looked around her, her eyes growing bigger and bigger at the wonderful sight she saw. The cyclone had set the house down very gently for a cyclone in the midst of a country of a marvelous beauty. There were lovely patches of green all about with stately trees and luscious fruits. Banks of gorgeous flowers were on every hand. The birds sang and fluttered in the trees and bushes. A little way off was a small brook rushing and sparkling along the green banks. While she stood, looking eagerly at the strange and beautiful sights, she noticed a strange group of people coming toward her. They were not as big as the grown folk she had always been used to, but neither were they very small. In fact, they seemed about as tall as Dorothy, although they were, so far as looks go, many years older. Three were men, one a woman, and they were all very oddly dressed. They wore round hats with little bells around the brims that tinkled sweetly as they moved. The little woman's hat was white, and she wore a white gown that hung in pleats. Over it were sprinkled little stars that glistened in the sun like diamonds. The men, Dorothy thought, were about as old as Uncle Henry, but the little woman was doubtless much older. Her face was covered with wrinkles, her hair was nearly white, and she walked rather stiffly. When the people drew near the house where Dorothy was standing in the doorway, they paused and whispered among themselves, as if afraid to come farther. But the little old woman walked up to Dorothy and made a low bow 
and said in a sweet voice, "Time out. Now this feels like a great time to act out a story." Charlotte, that's the best idea you've had yet. I'll play the part of Dorothy, and you and Bristol can be the Munchkins. Now that just leaves the Good Witch of the North, Marin. Hi, girls. Marin is my very best friend, and once we were in a play together. Can you guess what it was? You guessed it, the Wizard of Oz. We're so glad you're here, Marin. Or should I say, the Good Witch of the North? Are we ready to get this show on the road? Yeah. A is for action. Welcome, most noble sorceress, to the land of the Munchkins. We are so grateful to you for having killed the wicked witch of the East and for setting our people free from bondage. You're very kind, but there must be some mistake. I have not killed anyone. Your house did anyway, and that is the same thing. See, there are her two feet still sticking out from under a block of wood. Oh dear! Oh dear! The house must have fallen on her. What shall I do? There is nothing to be done. But who was she? She was a wicked witch of the east. As I said, she has held all the Munchkins in bondage for many years. Now they are all set free and are grateful to you for the favor. Who are the Munchkins? They are the people who live in this land of the east. Are you a Munchkin? No, but I am their friend. Although I live in the land of the North, when they saw the witch of the East was dead, the Munchkin sent a swift messenger, and I came at once. I am the witch of the North. Oh gracious! Are you a real witch? Yes, indeed. But I am a good witch, and the people loved me. But I thought all witches were supposed to be wicked. Oh no, that is a great mistake. But Aunt Em has told me that witches aren't real. Who is Aunt Em? She is my aunt that lives in Kansas, where I come from. Is it a civilized country? Oh yes. Then that accounts for it. In the civilized countries, there are no witches left, nor wizards. Who are wizards? Oz himself is the great wizard. He is more powerful than all the rest of us together. He lives in the city of the emeralds. Oh, <gasps> look! The wicked witch of the east is gone. Ha <laughs> ha! She was so old that she dried up quickly in the sun. That is the end of her. But the silver shoes are yours. Wait a second. Silver shoes? I thought they were ruby slippers. That's right, Marin. Here's a fun fact: The Wizard of Oz was one of the first movies to ever be shown in color. Silver shoes wouldn't have stood out as much on screen, so the filmmakers chose to change them to shiny ruby slippers instead. Cool. Now let's get back to the scene. The Witch of the East was proud of those silver shoes, and there is some charm connected with them. What it is, we never knew. I am anxious to get back to my aunt and uncle. I am sure they will worry about me. Can you help me find my way back? You must go to the city of emeralds. Perhaps Oz will help you. Where is the city? It is exactly in the center of the country and is ruled by Oz, the great wizard. I told you of. Is he a good man? He is a good wizard. Whether he is a man or not, I cannot tell, for I have never seen him. How can I get there? You must walk. It is a long journey through a country that is sometimes pleasant and sometimes dark and terrible. However, I will use all the magic arts I know of to keep you from harm. Won't you go with me? No, 
I cannot do that, but I will give you my kiss. And no one will dare enter a person who has been kissed by the Witch of the North. The road to the City of Emeralds is paved with yellow brick, so you cannot miss it. When you get to Oz, do not be afraid of him, but tell your story and ask him to help you. Goodbye, my dear. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. That was a great scene! Good job, everybody. Dorothy is about to start her adventure to see the Wizard of Oz as she says goodbye to the Good Witch of the North and the Munchkins. Just like it's time to say goodbye to our special guest, Marin! That was fun! Thanks for having me, girls! Thanks for listening to ABC Story Sisters. I'm Lexa with my sisters, Bristol and Charlotte, and I hope you'll join us next week for Chapter 3 when Dorothy meets the Scarecrow. The Wizard of Oz is written by Frank L. Baum and was adapted for this podcast. <laughs> and was adapted for this podcast by me, with a little help from my mom. If you liked what you listened to, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And be sure to visit our website at abcstorysisters.com. We'll ABC you later. Bye.